Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. How's it going, everyone? <laughs> we timed that perfectly. I know. It's Look weird. at us. <laughs> By episode 19. Episode 19. Pretty much two peas in the pod. We're finally figuring out how to make an episode. <laughs> <laughs> it only took 18 <laughs> failed attempts. We should add like an appendix to our episode about making a podcast that it might take you 19 episodes to right. finally feel the chemistry. Nah, who am I kidding? We felt us since day one, Josh. Day one, baby. <laughs> Way back in the two thousand miles apart, shakes and dragons. Can't even keep us. <laughs> shakes and dragons, ah, uh, classic. Uh, Man, good. we're almost getting to our anniversary. I know we got to do podcast. something special to celebrate. We do. Yeah, I don't know Coming what yet. July, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll do something. Well, anyways, um, so yeah, today we're gonna talk about uh, our experience at Liberty and kind of the spiritual side of that, which uh, Tucker, you'll kind of talk about a little bit more. But really quickly. Just want to say, so uh, this episode, we're recording it uh, on May 28th, but it will be released on June 6th. Many, many years ago, D-Day was June 6th. And so we just want to take just a moment, I guess, to remember um, the troops that fought in World War II for our freedom. Um, Just like as as a little, I guess, serious tangent before we kind of get into the episode, because I think it is important. Um, You know, we have Memorial Day coming up here in two days. Um, and so just wanting to think about that and uh, remember the sacrifice that so many people, you know, made. Anyways, uh, just a quick little tangent. But anyways, um, Tucker, you want to tell them a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today? Yeah. So Josh and I both went to a Christian college right. called Liberty University. And we often get asked, especially from those that haven't been to Liberty, what was it like going to a Christian college do you regret it? Are you thankful for it? And especially the spiritual part of it. You know, what was that like? Because a lot of people's experience is so different than having a Christian college that emphasizes faith. So what was that like? Yeah, I think there there may be some misconceptions about going to a Christian college, at least from what I've seen of, of outsiders, you know, looking in on a place like Liberty, where it's not just... A Christian college in the sense of we bear this title like oh it's Liberty University Christian College and then nothing about is actually Christian I like at least from my experience mm-hmm. it, it really felt like Christianity and faith was integrated into almost everything and yeah you know there were you know it had its shortcomings you know it didn't always live up to what it strove to um, but there was a genuine effort at least I think to kind of integrate that and I, I think that really shown on uh, the halls and the leadership structure, but we'll kind of get into the whole um, thing, I guess. So I guess if we want to start, um, we'll just kind of, we'll talk about our experiences with Liberty and kind of how that shaped us. So Tucker, do you want to talk about uh, your spiritual development and how Liberty impacted you personally in your faith? Yeah. Uh, and a quick note too here is I, I think we both had relatively positive experiences at Liberty, but we know students that that didn't. Uh, and so we want to be mindful of them too. Right. Uh, that just because this was our experience doesn't mean it was the same for everyone. Right. But anyways, my my how Liberty impacted my spiritual development was uh, phenomenal. It was. Uh, I I think I tell people now, looking back, that I, that I really started following Jesus. I would say like really 
committing my life to him my junior year of college at Liberty. That's when I, I think in a sense, counted the cost and gave my life to Jesus, that Jesus was worth following, even if it meant giving up everything about my life. Uh, it was so worth it. And Liberty had a huge part to play in that. Uh, so the how it works at Liberty, at least if you're a resident student at Liberty, is you live on a dorm with leadership. Uh, so like small group leaders and your you know typical RAs and so forth. But every position on the hall has a spiritual component to it. So the small group leaders will lead like a Bible study slash devotional every week. Uh, the uh, RAs, and then there's also another position called the, the RSs, which is resident shepherds. They lead the CGLs, or the, sorry, the small group leaders every week. And they also lead meetings and care for the students individually on the hall uh, to, you know, for caring for them and seeing like how they can help and leading them spiritually and, and you know, like good RSs and good RAs will lead students spiritually towards, towards Jesus. And so my experience, I had, I had, yeah, I had really good leaders on my hall that really encouraged me to, uh, to seek after Jesus and to uh, give my life to him and um, find life in him. Uh, and so even just the resident aspect of Liberty University, which I, what, I, what I heard from others, you know, my friends, I've gone to other colleges is they're, you know, the leadership on their hall didn't really have much of an impact on them usually. You know, like there are, like a lot of times they, people never even saw their RAs on, uh, at college, but I saw my RAs almost every day and they had a huge impact on my life. And so I think even from the from the base level of just living on campus, besides the classes, besides everything else uh, with college, that impacted me uh, incredibly uh, as a Christian. Mm. What about you, Josh? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I think like you, my experience was really positive um, and it definitely <laughs> helped, uh, I guess, you know, kind of helped me personally develop my own faith. Um, and so, you know, kind of getting into my story a little bit, I think it was around my sophomore year that I really, like you were saying in your junior year, took the plunge kind of and decided to get serious yeah, about, yeah. about my faith. Uh, because up until yeah. that point, you know, I grew up in a Christian home and I really, I, I knew a lot, you know, I was in church every Sunday up until that point, uh, you know, Bible studies mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But there, there wasn't a real, um, I guess, internal, uh, commitment like I didn't I didn't feel like I loved God I didn't feel like I really knew him I didn't have that relationship I was very apathetic in my faith um, and it it wasn't really until sophomore year I don't know I guess I reached that point where it was like okay I'm either going to be serious about this or why am I going to keep pretending you know like I'm not going to yeah keep you know in this apathetic lukewarm way what's the point and a big part mm -hmm. of that like coming to that decision was being involved in the community on the hall um Mm. Which is why I kind of said earlier, like that is so. I think that's where the the faith um, message of liberty really shines is in the community mm -hmm. on the hall. And so sophomore year, that was my first year as a as a small group leader. And so being plugged into that community of guys who, when you're a small group leader, and we had uh, Cam Smith on an episode a while ago <clears throat> talking about kind of what that looks like. But you have meetings every week. Uh, with your leadership team, you meet with the guys in your group every week, 
you're in these class type settings, um, learning and just like mm-hmm. praying with each other. And so I guess having all of those opportunities, um, that came with that small group leadership position really helped me realize that there was a community more than me because my freshman year, I didn't have that. I didn't seek that out. I didn't want anything to do with the Liberty community. I actually was uh, looking at maybe transferring out to a different school in the state, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, which I'm mm-hmm. so glad that I didn't because um, mm-hmm. I came back and I just, I loved it. And I fell in love with Jesus in a way that I never had. And I fell in love with, um, you know, just this, uh, the idea of, well, like we love because he first loved us. And that really, <laughs> I guess I really understood that, you know, I'd heard it so many times, but I finally understood it. And it was interesting because it was through the people on my hall that I was able to experience um, Jesus love in a way that I mm-hmm. hadn't mm-hmm. before, which was, which was really unexpected, but also really cool. I know, like you said earlier, that's not everybody's experience. I, it would be hard for me to believe that if somebody was plugged into a healthy hall community that they wouldn't grow yeah. spiritually. I, I don't know how that's yeah. possible, you know? Yeah. I, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, Josh, but I, I think there's a general gravitational pull in a sense towards Jesus and towards faith at Liberty. While at maybe more secular colleges, there's a general gravitational pull away from Jesus. And, and then I think there's, there's benefits to both, you know, because mm. the the world, in a, in a general sense, is pulling away from Jesus. You know, if, if the world hated me, as Jesus says, it will hate you too. Right. So it's, it's not like the world is bringing us closer to God. <laughs> if any, it's bringing us away from God. Right. Um, and we are the lights in the world, a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. In a sense, the body of Christ. I wonder if the difference between those that have had bad experiences at liberty or maybe not don't think of liberty as maybe positively as we do Mm. and those that do is that like going along with the current (laughs) in the community towards jesus Uh, because i think of my friends that don't think of liberty that positively that went there and they weren't really involved with the community i i remember going to orientation um the summer before freshman year and the big thing that they kept saying at all the different stops that we went was plugged in, get plugged into the community here, get <laughs> plugged in, come, come and plug uh-huh. in. And I remember making uh-huh. fun of that so much. Uh, <laughs> I, I went with my cousin. I was like, let's get plugged in. Come on. <laughs> you know, like that's <laughs> so stupid. In. Like I'm just going to, you know, at the time I was, we were going to room together, me and my cousin, which ended up falling through, but I had no plans on getting plugged into anything except hanging out with my cousin and going to class and playing soccer. Um, yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah, but that's, I think that's a, a big reason why my freshman year, <clears throat> I think I did feel a lot of, uh, you know, the same way that a lot of people who don't, or who would maybe say that they didn't have good experiences with Liberty. That's how, that was my experience freshman year. I hated it. I mean, that's why I wanted to transfer out. And it wasn't until I, I made that decision <clears throat> to, well, first of all, accept, uh, a role, uh, you know, go for a role of small group, um, and then accept that position as kind of, for me, that was my catalyst moment of stepping out in faith and saying, hey, mm. okay, God, like, I have no idea. I've never been a small group leader before. I don't even know what this yeah. looks like at Liberty because I, I wasn't super involved by freshman year, but I'm going to do yeah. it and trust you and see what happens. And uh, yeah, I'm going to get an answer. But for me, it really took kind of getting fed up with just playing a role and wanting to be genuine. Mm. Um, and it wasn't until I really 
stepped out in faith and was like, all right, God, like, <laughs> I want, I want to, you know, he says, seek after me and you will find me. Yeah. You know, I stand at the door and knock. And I, yeah. I don't know, I feel like that was my moment where I just kind of stepped out and I was like, okay, you know, you've, mm-hmm. you presented this opportunity to be a small group leader. No idea what that means. I'm going to do it and trust that you're going to meet me and that, uh, you know, I'm going to be able to figure this out finally. And I did. And so yeah. I think you either make that decision or you don't. And that is on you, you know, and I think that yeah. for the people who don't, they leave with a bitter taste in their mouth. And I totally understand that. Um, but especially as a former RA, that makes me really sad. That makes me heartbroken because there were yeah. guys on our hall that were like that. And, and yeah, it was just yeah. really hard to reach them because they would just, they had no interest in being involved. Even, you know, if we tried to get them to come to events and show them like, Hey, like, come on, you know, you step out, let's break the ice. Let's, yeah, yeah. you know, um, so anyways, it makes a ton of sense that if you're, <laughs> if all the fish are flowing in the same current, they're all going the same place. Like maybe, maybe you don't want to, right. You know, the majority of the, of the population at Liberty is flowing towards Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so I totally don't blame people like, wait a second, like, is this even real? Is this even true? Like, this, this feels kind of fake in a sense, almost mm-hmm. robotic. And we call, we call that the liberty bubble. Yeah. And so it does feel a little fake when you step into liberty. So I totally don't blame students. They're like, is this like, is this even, like, as you said, is this even genuine? You know? Uh, and I think God has a really special heart for people like that. You know, I think of all the disciples that Jesus called, they were not in the religious mold of the time. You know, they weren't the religious leaders. They weren't the the popular ones. They were the fishermen, the the dirty ones. They were the tax collectors, you know. So I think God's heart, like, really breaks for the outcast, even within Christian society. And as as you said, man, like, your, your heart totally breaks for those students, and I think that's a lot of God's heart. Like I think the reason why your heart breaks for those students is because God's heart breaks for those students too. Not that they have to like fit into this mold, but like God wants them to know Him and to love Him. And you don't have to fit into this Liberty student mold to do that. You know, and sad. It's sad that people think you do. If that makes sense. You know, before that kind of catalyst happened, and maybe maybe it's similar to you and what happened with you junior year. Um, mm-hmm. but that catalyst that happened in my life, you know, up until that point, I, I probably wouldn't have cared about other people in the hall. I mean, I did in my freshman year, right? Like I was just focused <laughs> on myself and I was, I didn't really think yeah. about anyone else. I didn't really care, but going through a change like that and, and just seeing and kind of having a lot of those like spiritual frustrations resolved and having that relationship, like that intimate relationship and knowing that God loved me and having a genuine love for God for the first time in my mm-hmm. life after mm-hmm. having been a professed Christian for years, you know, quote unquote, um, mm-hmm. having that change, I think that for me um, was kind of like that, that was the reason that I would be so hard, heartbroken over these students who I, I like, I could sympathize where they were, but man, having that, that personal I guess, revelation and having that, experiencing that personal relationship with Jesus is just something on a completely different level. And it's, when you, when you experience that, you want to share it, right? Like that's, <laughs> evangelism yeah. is not a task. It's an opportunity. It's like <laughs> such a blessing to be able to share what God is doing in your life in the hopes that, you know, yeah. that you'll see change in someone else's, you know? Yeah. 
I have a question for you. What would you say to someone in your shoes as a freshman, like freshman year Josh, who's skeptical about even this could even apply to someone outside of Liberty, but skeptical skeptical about Christian community. And what would you say to someone in your junior year self who you've you know you're you're following Jesus, you're committed to him? What would you say to someone like that as well? Get plugged in. <laughs> no, no, that didn't go over too well for me. Um, I mean, that's that's like essentially what I guess. But no, I think I'd You've become say, one of them. I know, yeah. I'm just, Join I'm the dog side. Um, I think the most important thing is to have an open mind, especially if you... You think you know a lot about Christianity. I was super prideful. You know, I was like, I know everything about Christianity. I, I'm good. Thanks. Mm-hmm. You know, been here before. Yeah, yeah, been here before. Like, I, you know, these are the people I grew up around. You know, well, okay, go ahead, raise your hands and worship. I know, whatever. You're feeling emotional. Good for you. <laughs> you know, raise your hands. <laughs> yeah, we have a really good song about that. Um, yeah, yeah. But no, I think yeah, just having an open mind. And for me, it really took. <clears throat> A combination of a lot of things but mostly frustration and just discontent with where I was spiritually frustration mm-hmm. inward but then also frustration looking out and seeing all these people in a new I don't know a new context I guess at Liberty where people seemed to genuinely love Jesus and I didn't know why and that was frustrating mm-hmm. to me because here I am thinking well, I've been a Christian since I was you know a young kid like I know all this stuff why don't I feel this way why don't yeah. I why don't I seem to care that much about, you know, other people or about God or about my faith and all these all these other people that go to this university do. And that was really frustrating. So that spiritual constipation, frustration, whatever you want to call it, really led to me getting mm-hmm. fed up with the whole process and saying, like, look, I'm either gonna be a hundred percent a Christian, I'm gonna take my faith seriously. Or I'm going to quit pretending because why would I live this mm-hmm. half-life? You know, I might as well have fun, yeah. and, you know, live the secular way of life. And mm-hmm. to Junior Joshi, I think I would say like, look, man, when you take that plunge, it's the best thing that's going to happen. But there are a lot of ups and downs after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. the key the key is consistency and, and learning learning to be spiritually disciplined, I think, is something that I had to learn my junior year. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, again, plugged in. Shout yeah. out Liberty, uh, having Shout that out. having that like community yeah. when you are feeling discouraged, when you're in your spiritual lows, and that that's something that's a big part of um, like our year together. How that was such a blessing, yeah. just having you as a roommate, somebody who was, um, I guess, which is funny, I didn't even know, but who had recently gone through that same type of change. I guess it was. Mm. If it was your junior year, that was my sophomore year, so it was around the same time, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, like that, just. Yeah. Um, being able to room together and be being like-minded um, and wanting to to grow in our faith together, I think was a really cool thing. So, th- all that to say, I know that there there are some spiritual critiques, or you know, critiques about a place like Liberty that people would have. I, I, yeah. What what are some critiques? Because obviously, you know, we wrote a funny song about the worship culture. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of yeah. people who went to Liberty had issues with some of stuff like that. Um, yeah. and having, you know, a leader at the time, like Jerry Falwell Jr., who, you know, obviously his reputation is a little bit tarnished now, but striving yeah. for a goal and not living up to it at all times, 
that that presents an opportunity mm. for a lot of critique. And so what I guess yeah. what are some of the things that you have seen or that you saw in undergrad, um, like critiques that people would have of liberty? And I guess how would you answer those? Yeah, I think liberty is is such a weird culture. Because you you are in a culture where if you people please, if you're seeking to fit in, it's actually being a Christian. And it's being a mature, quote unquote, Christian, you know, where you're like having Bible studies and you're reading the Bible and you pray a lot and and you you serve people and you do all these good things. Like the marks of being a good Christian in a sense is the ideal person at liberty, which is so weird when you think about every other culture in the world. Right. And every other school in the world, pretty much. I mean, there's some, some schools are like that. It's so different and so weird. And I don't know if you realize that until you've gone outside liberty. I'm not saying just like graduating liberty, but stepping outside of campus. And, you know, like for me, that that, that change was actually my, between my a junior and senior year when I interned at a church in Baltimore. And I also did landscaping on the side with a, a narcotics officer and a guy that was convicted of attempted murder. <laughs> you know, it was like being being really in the, the junk of the world, the messiness. I think as, as Jesus was, like he, he got himself dirty in the messiness of the world. Like he hung out with the, with the you know, the unclean and the sinners, the prostitutes and the tax collectors, you know, like, like that's us that he hung out with, you know, the, the worst of the worst. And it's easy to just kind of get lost in the motions at Liberty. I feel like when you have to worship in song and praise at least twice a week, when you are encouraged every week to go to community groups, when you hear in your classes about the Bible and you, you hear from your leaders about the importance of loving one another and loving, you know you just you can kind of just get lost in it and and I think that's one of the, the 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 hard things about a culture that Christianity is popular and to be popular is to be a Christian it is really easy to lose that that intimate relationship with him like that that not just the relationship with him but the intimate relationship with him which i and i think that's kind of changing in our culture at least here in america something that i've seen even just the last Mm -hmm. 10 years it seems like there has been such a shift whereas you know you have your more traditional okay 1950s type everybody you know everybody says they're christian everybody goes to church on sunday that yeah that's what that's what you do you go out with your family and then you grab you know Mm -hmm. lunch somewhere on the way back I don't think that's what it is anymore in in 2022. Mm-hmm. I think, and th- this is, um, I guess, uh, another question that I have is so a big critique that I've heard when I was an undergrad of Liberty was people outside of of our Liberty bubble, quote unquote. You know, our Christian community were very mm-hmm. quick to pass judgment on the entire university over certain things. You know, the whole mm-hmm. Jerry Falwell Jr. scandal. I remember a lot of reading a lot of newspapers and stuff like that and articles where people would say like, oh, you know, Liberty University, Christian University, but look at their leader. I guess it's all a joke, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I guess what would be, what would be your response to something like that? Or maybe somebody who's looking in on a place like Liberty from the outside and says, oh, look at you say you're a Christian, but all these things. I would encourage them to say that, you know, look at the, 
look at the student body and not necessarily the the faculty or the leaders, which is so mm-hmm. sad that you would even have to say that. Yeah. But I think the the student body was showing fruits, even if the leadership wasn't. You, you know, like Hunter, for example, on our hall, like he he came to know Jesus the year right before everything went down with Jerry yeah. Falwell. You know, like he that was uh <laughs> like the best moment of my life when I already came to know the Lord. We're just all crying and rejoicing together and <laughs> heaven was rejoicing and God was moving on campus. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, you know, I wonder what that would have been like if you know our our if our leaders weren't in sin, like unrepentant sin. Because Jesus holds, you know, Jesus holds the Jews accountable by their by their leaders, which is a scary thought. Uh, he didn't condemn, he condemned the leaders and he condemned Israel by its leaders. The sad thing is, I think it could have been even more if we had leaders that were walking by the Spirit. But yeah, sorry, I keep on going on tangents. <laughs> um, my short answer is, yeah, look at the look at the student body if you can and see if they're they're bearing fruit. Yeah. And I think I think that's something that's really cool about being in RA or being in a leadership role is that you get to see that fruit because as RAs, you're not just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you're not just seeing your roommate if you're a student, you're not just seeing your small group if you're a CGO. You're seeing the whole hall. You yeah. know, I mean, we're talking with almost every guy from the hall, you know, and hearing life mm-hmm, updates from them mm-hmm. and what's going on and, you know, having meetings and Bible yeah, studies yeah. and all this stuff. And so getting to see how God is moving on the hall as a whole, mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. opposed to kind of being isolated. So having that vantage point is such a blessing. And I think you're yeah. right. And I I don't want to <clears throat> defend Jerry. I don't want to critique him. What's done is done. I know it's happened what, a yeah. year or two ago now. So it's, it's water under the bridge in that sense. It's been out for a while. Um, but I think that we we do live in a culture that's so quick to critique and so mm-hmm, quick to point mm-hmm. out flaws. And I think that's kind of, um, you know, the mentality behind the cancel culture that's popped up recently is that there mm-hmm. is this, you know, like, hey, look, you did something bad. Now you're done. That's it. You Like yeah, your silence. Yeah. Let's let's demoralize you. Let's destroy you because yeah. you did this one thing. That's it. You're mm-hmm. removed from the public square. And I think one of the beautiful things about Christianity is that's not how Jesus is yeah, at all. What Jesus says is, hey, look, you messed up here. <laughs> but guess mm-hmm. what? I still want you. Yeah. I still love you. You're still my child. You messed up. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I love you any less. You haven't fallen out of my grace. And I mm. I mean, we. <laughs> it's funny. We point back to Avatar last Airbender been a lot. But there's this scene in Avatar. <laughs> I think we've referenced it before when it's biblical. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you know anything about the story, I don't want to spoil too much, but there's this one character, uh-huh. Zuko, who constantly struggles going back and forth, you know, from the dark to the light, essentially, and having this internal yeah. struggle. This is spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Avatar Last Airbender... Close your ears. Yeah, seriously, you don't want this ruined, I promise. If you haven't seen it, yeah. now's your chance. Get out, oh, skip man. ahead like 30 seconds. Um, But there's this moment where Zuko's reunited with his uncle, and he just basically starts crying and says, you know, I've, I failed you. Like how, 
why do you still love me? And his, and his uncle is like, I've just been here the whole time waiting for you. And that's, I mean, mm-hmm. that's God with us, you know, yeah. that's the, that's the dude. I tear up every time I see that. I know. Ugh. Yeah. Cause it, Cause yeah, it does. You're so right. It's, it's, it's God with us. Yeah. And it's such a contrast to, I think the world, especially today with this whole mentality of cancel culture, with this mentality of passing judgment and critique. And it's, yeah, I don't know. You, you feel like you can't mess up otherwise you're done for yeah right yeah. but god says hey if you mess up i still love you nothing changes like you were saying looking at the uh the fruit of the student body is important too because obviously we you know being mm-hmm. being an ra we reached an ra for two years we have critiques yeah. of orl we have critiques of osd these are offices at liberty um we have yeah. critiques of the leadership in general of course it's easy to mm-hmm. have critiques but i think it's more beneficial to adopt a posture of humility and, yeah. you know, it's important to critique those institutions when they are, you know, falling off the path, so to speak. But let's follow that up with there's repentance, there's forgiveness. We serve a God who forgives and who sanctifies yeah. and like come back in, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like come back in. Like we, we want to be there for you. And I think that's so different from the world that says you sin, get out of my sight. Yeah, I think that's one of the, the beauties of true, genuine Christian community is... It's messy. Yeah. People are messy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I messed up a ton at Liberty. So often. I was extended mercy and grace over and over again. Mm. Even as an R, you know, as an RA, I messed up a lot. There's so many things I would do differently. Yeah. But it, it was that, that, that grace of God through, through his church that brought me back to his feet and mm. worship, even though I sh- never deserved it <laughs> it's yeah it's uh it's a blessing to be part of a community like that that would take even the worst of us back in because god takes us back in definitely definitely it's uh it's a beautiful thing but anyways i think that's about all we have time for today but um yeah this was super fun and i know we had talked before of, of doing it again and maybe having somebody to interview who had a different experience who wasn't on leadership so Stay tuned for that. We're going to try to do that episode sometime in the future. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, until then, I guess thanks for thanks for listening, thanks for tuning in. And it was a little more serious today, uh, but this has been an episode <laughs> that we talked about, I think, from when we when we first started doing the podcast. We wanted to, to yeah. kind of get into liberty and, and the spiritual side of that and, you know, our personal stories and stuff like that. So hope you guys have enjoyed it. And um, yeah, thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next week. See you guys.